0: Hey friends, today is the first part of a two part episode on my top 10 favorite movies on Pure Flix. So grab a pen and pencil and jot these down and I hope you love them as much as I did. Hey friends, welcome to Faith, Coffee, and a Kid podcast. This is your host, Cherie, and today I want you to grab the popcorn and the movie candy because I am going to give you my top 10 favorite movies on Pure Flix. This will be a two-part podcast series. So today I'm gonna give you the first five and tomorrow the next five. So before I jump into the movies, I am not in any way affiliated with Pure Flix. Um, So I'm not participating in any affiliate marketing, But I do have a subscription to Pure Flix. And the reason why was, frankly, I am tired of mainstream movies and TV that seem to be getting darker by the minute. Um, I wanted some programming that was uplifting, inspirational, and has a faith-based message. So I decided to subscribe to Pure Flix. If you are interested in possibly subscribing to um, Pure Flix, I suggest taking advantage of their free trial, going through their library of movies and to see if, you know, a subscription is worth it for your family. All of the movies that I will list are family-friendly. And if you have little ones, Pure Flix has some great programming for them as well that include Veggie Tales, which my daughter used to love. Um, And they have it categorized between like the ages, like zero and 11, younger. They also have some old classics on like Davy and Goliath. I think it was David and Goliath, but you remember Davy and his little dog? I used to love that show. And Pippi Longstocking. Like, so they have some like really old classics, and I think sometimes those are the best. Like, never underestimate the classics because we love them as kids, and I do think your kids could love them too. There are other subscriptions, if you're like me, that you're, you know, are looking into for like faith-based programming. Some of them are Redeem TV, Up Faith and Family, and the Dove Channel. And I think those are definitely worth looking into. Um, Also, if you go to Tubi, which is free, they have a faith um, category. And so some of these movies, not probably the ones I'm listing, but there are some other movies in Tubi that may be worth watching as well. So the movies that I'm going to suggest make for a great movie night with family, friends, or even a youth group at church. With the weather getting warmer, I don't, hopefully where you're at, I don't know where you're listening from, but in the United States, it's getting warmer here. We're heading from spring into summer. Um, This can be a great, fun, outdoor movie night type of thing, and you can have everyone bring a dish or movie-themed candy. Um, Churches, you know, I think it's a great time to do that, to bring the youth groups together, but these movies are definitely an option for that. So let's hop into the first five movies, and just to let you know, these are in no particular order, so I didn't rank them um, from like my favorite on down, I just kind of gathered the movies I've been watching and thought I would, you know, give you an idea of some of my favorite ones. So the first movie I have here, number one, is Forgiven. So Forgiven was made in two thousand sixteen and stars Kevin Sorbo, who is in a ton of faith based movies, and Jen Goatson, Casey and Casey Fuller. Um, There are a few other movies with this title in Pure Flix. So when you search, this is the one I'm referring to, the one that was in 2016 um, with those actors and actresses. So what happens is a police standoff leads to a hostage situation inside of a church and a daughter puts her fear aside in a bid to save the perpetrator's life. I really enjoyed this movie um, basically, the movie starts out with two daughters and a father who is the minister of a church, and they are ending their weeknight Bible study with the congregation, and the congregation is leaving, and when they leave... Um, On the other side of town, basically what's happening during this time is there is a young man who, or a man who has this altercation that turns pretty tragic. So he's on the run from the police and he bursts into the doors of the church. And what ensues is a story about faith, forgiveness, and redemption. I love the message in this movie because it reminds us of how impactful forgiveness is not only for the person giving it, but to the person on the receiving end. It's also a lesson in how God redeems us from the ashes, regardless of how big our sin is or how big someone sins against us. So I think you're gonna love this movie. I kind of found this on a whim and I could watch it a couple other, like I can watch it again. And that's, that's saying a lot. So um, definitely check out Forgiven. Okay, number two is My Daddy is in Heaven. This movie is based off of true life events. I don't know about you, but I love movies that are based off someone's life. I find them inspirational, okay? And I love to find out what those people are doing now. So I will Google them. I find out what they're up to, where they're at. I know. It totally irritates my daughter. She's like, can't you just watch a movie without like Googling everything? No, I can't. But I just can't help myself. I just want to know. So this movie also stars Jen Goatsin, who... Um, is just a really good actress. I really enjoy watching her and Corbin Benson. So Corbin Benson, if you've ever watched the show Psych, he plays the dad. And Corbin is actually in quite a few faith-based movies as well. And I love him as as an actor. Um, They're both great in this movie. So this movie is about Becca Adams. She has an ideal young family. Their lives are ahead of them. You know, it opens up on like the 4th of July and everybody is happy and she's looking around thinking, wow, what a wonderful life this is, you know? And and they are Christians. Um, but what happens is a tragic accident. And this tragic accident really just um, turns her life upside down. And now Becca must reconcile while, why bad things happen to good people and find her faith again. So this movie takes us on a not so pretty journey about grief, right? And the loss of faith, but also the regaining of it. Um, and Becca ends up trying to run away from God by reuniting with an old friend who happens to see her and finds out like, you know, this tragic accident that happens. I mean, obviously, you know, it's the dad because it says, my daddy's in heaven. So her husband dies and she's in the bank or something and she sees her friend who she hasn't seen in years who lives like in the city. And the friend says, you know, if you ever need to get away, come with, come see me. Um, so basically, Becca, who is now, you know, trying to adjust to this new normal, is having a very difficult time. And so she decides to reunite with this old friend. And this is where the story starts to take us on Becca's downward spiral. Um, Corbin Benson, who plays the grandfather, is a total rock for his little uh, granddaughter as he deals with you know, financial troubles. He's dealing with his grief, his granddaughter's grief, his grieving daughter. And we see a little bit of his journey as well. I love this movie because it reminds us that no matter how far we isolate ourselves from God, he is always there. Um, so the real Rebecca, Crownover is her name, is an author of children's books and wrote My Daddy is in Heaven based off her daughter's experience of losing her father at that, you know, at that young age. She also has a series of books called Texas Farm Girl for Children. So I'm going to put like uh, the links in the bottom of the show notes so that you can check her out. Um, I like, again, I just, anytime there's a true movie that's based on somebody's um, challenges and how God redeems that, I just find it so inspirational and so motivational. And it just reminds you that God is with us in the ashes. Okay. Okay. Number three, A Thousand Tomorrows. This isn't a movie, but it's a six-part series. It is so good that I watched every episode in one day. Now, the episodes are not that long. I think they're about 30 to 35 minutes. But let me forewarn you, this is a tearjerker. So have your tissues because you will be crying in your popcorn. Um, The movie is based off a New York Times bestseller by author Karen Kingsbury. Um, And the movie's main characters are Cody and Allie, who are both rodeo stars, and they both have their eyes on the national championship. Now, both characters are pretty complex. They have Some issues that they are working through and dealing with and facing. Cody more so, like with his family, and Ellie more with her health. And so, basically, what happens is um, you start to meet the characters. You meet the characters, and each episode really is just this, like, kind of delicious unraveling of them and how they you know, start to trust each other and get to know each other and change and fall in love and the challenges that they're facing along the way. Um, I don't want to give away too much because it's really a good series. And if you're a romantic, you're going to love this movie. And after each episode, the director and the author actually talk about what you can expect in the upcoming episode. Um, the really interesting thing about this too is there is a Bible study online in Pure Flicks for the series. I haven't watched it yet, but I think I'm gonna to try to watch it this week because I suspect that it's good. Um, so in this series, you can expect themes of faith, forgiveness, trusting in God, um, the gratitude for each day, grief, choosing love, and taking risks. And I think if I would say anything that this this series represented to me is that love is worth it that love is always worth the risk so i i love this series i think it's a great series for teens too like i i would definitely watch this as a teen my daughter actually wasn't that interested but that's okay she's not some you know we have very different tastes but this is a great series um so take just take a moment and check it out Um, Number four, Running the Bases. Okay, this movie is about a small town baseball coach who uproots his family to coach at a large school in Texas. But it gets ugly when the superintendent makes him the target of his anger toward God. Now, Brett Varvel, who has starred in a number of faith-based films, who's actually in another film that I'm going to suggest is the main character. He's the coach, Coach Brooks. Um, And this is another one. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did, but I really enjoyed this message. It sends a strong message of how important it is to not deny our faith and to obey God first and not man. It also portrays very well what can happen when someone's heart is hardened and how it impacts everyone around them. And you know the the interesting thing is this movie Centers literally around the heart, um, both the physical heart and the spiritual heart. So, Coach Brooks, the main character, has a heart defect and he had to defer his dream of becoming a pro in baseball. And, you know, it kind of just shows you his struggle at first with that because there's something else, there's another event that happens. Um, which the movie actually gets its name from, Running the Bases, um, that really changes the trajectory of his life. And what you learn from this is that, you know, sometimes what we see is our future and the plan that we have had for all these years isn't necessarily God's plan. And how God has other plans for you that you may not have for yourself, but they really are the perfect plan. Um, it also reminds us to Heeds God Call even when it's leading us out of our comfort zone. Um, So this movie is called Running the Bases, just to kind of give you, I kind of told you, but it's about honoring his brother, and you'll see how he does that. Um, But definitely put this movie on your radar. If you have um, football, or sorry, baseball fans in your house, I think this would be a a one that they would definitely enjoy. Okay, number five, 5,000 Blankets. 5,000 Blankets is another movie based off of an incredible true story. So when Cindy Saunders' husband has a mental breakdown and goes missing, she and her young son, Philip set out to find him on the streets. And what happens is, is this sparks a movement of compassion towards those in need and it inspires the city. So they're on a mission, Cindy and her son Philip are on a mission to collect 5,000 blankets for the homeless, which is at that time the number of homeless people in their city. And this act of service was really the catalyst of her son who wanted to know if everyone was warm while they were searching for his dad. Um, And so this movie kind of takes you on, you know, the challenges and obstacles they face when trying to collect and distribute the blankets. So you kind of go through that, but it also touches on themes of hope and trusting in God during really the unbearable times, right? And finding a way to serve others when you're you're dealing through or when you're going through a difficult time. The real Cindy Saunders and her son started an organization called Philip's Wish that helps the homeless by providing food and other necessities. Um, This is an inspiring story that really helps us to remember that God brings blessings even through the most difficult times, right? And how to be a, a blessing to others when your world is falling apart, right? Because sometimes When our world is falling apart, we kind of go to our little corner and we retreat and we don't come out. And this movie inspires you to do the exact opposite of that, right? It's saying, listen, everything is upside down right now, but how can you serve others? Because sometimes that is the best way to get through a difficult time. And that is what Cindy and her son, Philip did. And they started this Philip's Wish and now... Um, it's really taken off. So they provide the homeless, th- thousands of homeless people um, blankets and coats and sleeping bags and toys and toiletries and food, all sparked from really what was a tragic um, situation in their life, something that really you know, was very difficult for them. So watch that movie. I think you're going to love it. And I, I would suggest having your kids watch it with you. Like this is a great family night movie. And I think that it can really spur some discussion on how to serve in your community. You know, this has nothing to do with this movie, but two days ago, um, my daughter and I, I was driving her home from work. So I think this was Tuesday. We were driving back. I was picking her up, driving back home. And on this somewhat little bit of a busy street, I would say it's a kind of a main street. I looked over. I'm at a, a red light, and I look over, and in the grassy knoll of between the sidewalk and the street, there is a man that is crumpled up on the side of the on the side of the street, on, on in this grassy knoll. And to be honest with you all, I thought he was I thought he was dead. Like it, it was really scary. And I said to my daughter is he moving? And she couldn't really tell. She said she thought he was. We pulled into the parking lot that was near where he was. And I went over and I was trying to talk to him. And um, he, he couldn't really, I couldn't really understand him, but he couldn't move. So I called 911. And when I called 911, the lady said to me, you know, I explained what was going on, where we were at. And I said, I'll wait for him. I'll wait with him until, you know, an ambulance comes and the EMT gets here. And she said to me, Well, somebody already called, so you don't have to wait. And I was like, No, but I will. Like, and, and it struck me that I, you know, just the idea of, I understood what she was saying in a sense, but I was definitely going to wait, right? Because here is a man who is on the ground, can't move. I mean did it not look well at all. And you know, my daughter and I just waited and I said, you know, do you need blankets, sir? and And he kind of just kind of shook no. Um, and then the EMT came. and I listen, I have great, great, great appreciation for what these responders do. They are amazing people who have um, a heart of gold. But these particular EMTs. They looked at him and they just said, hey, you know, you can't be sitting here. You got to get up. You got to move. And he could barely stand. They sat him up. He could he could not put up his head. And I just said, you know, like, maybe you guys should check him out because he does not seem well. They kind of ignored me, you know, and they were just saying to him, oh, you know, you need to find a homeless shelter or you can go up the street to this other part of our city that is like nicer. And it it was so infuriating to me, but sad because I thought to myself, you know, and I said this to my daughter when we got back in the car and then like fire, a fire truck came and I think they ended up taking him to the hospital and we waited for as long as we could to kind of see what was going to transpire. But my daughter said in the back seat, Jesus touched their hearts. And I said, yes, because like there is not a lot of compassion there just because this man is homeless does not mean that he need, he should be treated with any less dignity than anybody else. And it just hurt my heart that, you know, we kind of, um, we treat people so differently because of their circumstances or what they look like. And, you know, I said to my daughter, I said, you know, that is somebody's baby. Like that is somebody's baby, even though they're a grown man. And if you're a parent, you know, this your child is always your baby, you know? And it broke my heart as a mother to think that, God forbid, if my daughter was laying out there, that someone would treat her just so callously. And when I actually pulled into the parking lot, another woman pulled in and she asked me like, oh, is he okay? And then she said, don't get too close to him. And I'm sure she meant that not in a way that was supposed to be offensive, But I just thought like, you know, maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe nobody has gotten close to him. Maybe, you know, in our society, we decide to separate ourselves from anybody who looks different from us, who anybody who we're taught, you know, I don't know these stereotypes about, and we leave them. We kind of leave them in the dust without any real help, any real caring, any real compassion. And I just think that, you know... We need so much more of that. And I know that in schools now, a lot of times for our kids to even graduate, they have to do service hours. Look, I'm all for doing service. I I have a, I don't know, service hours kind of, here's my thing. When you are, when you are serving, it's supposed to be you're serving for the good of others, right? Like we're not supposed, we're not supposed to be serving for our own sake, or to get something from it. So when we have kids who are serving only because they have to get service hours, I think that is putting the wrong message out there. I think, yes, I think kids should serve. I don't think they should get service hours because it's still one of those things of like, okay, I'm doing this to get that. When really you should be serving because That's what God wants us to do. We are supposed to love our neighbors as ourselves, right? That is a great command from the Lord. And when we attach that to man's idea of serving, it gets really lost in translation. Um, So I guess I'm saying all of this to say, this is a great movie to watch because I think we need to watch more movies about serving. I think our schools need to do a better job if that's going to be what they, um, if they want to contribute and to serve, is to not attach something in return for the kids. Right? Like it should be they should get the reward is actually the service that they do. Right? Helping someone else. So I'm sorry, I didn't mean to actually go on that ta- go off on that tangent, but. It just reminded me the 5,000 Blankets um, with the person on the streets that, you know, we all so often are just so we walk by them, we discard them. It's just kind of like we become used to it and we should never become used to seeing our fellow human being on the ground, crumpled up, walking past them, um, just Pulling them up callously like they're nothing, like they're a rag doll, because they are created in God's image. They are someone's baby. And so I don't know, maybe some of the movies that are out there, or maybe we need to have. Um, more education, more spiritual education about how to take care of one another. But again, I'm sorry, this was supposed to just be about the five movies. So let me just do a real quick recap and I will go forward. Um, So number one, Forgiven, great movie about the hostage situation inside the church and how... um, redemption and forgiveness all play a role in this movie. My Daddy is in Heaven, also based off of a true story. Um, a Thousand Tomorrows, serious tearjerker, not a movie, six-part series. I, I bet you you can watch it in one day. That's how good it is. Um, number four, Running the Bases, which is all about obeying God and, and a reminder of what can happen when we harden our heart, but to listen to our hearts when God puts something on it, um, puts his call on our heart. And number five, 5,000 blankets. Um, I've probably talked enough about this, but again, this was um, a family's mission to collect 5,000 blankets to help the homeless. So I hope you liked my rundown of my five movie suggestions today on Pure Flix. Let me know if you have any favorite faith-based movies that you would suggest. I would love to hear them because I love watching movies. And I'll be back tomorrow with the next five. Okay. Thank you for listening. And tomorrow we'll talk about the next five and I hope you enjoy these.